Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28 to 3? Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Room 303, Episode 23. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez, and this is my co-host. Nicholas Morahan. I was ready, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Welcome back to Episode 23. Obviously, thank you for joining us. Uh, Jermaine has a trivia question that he's finally produced. Thank God. Uh, then we're going to talk about some breaking news. You'll get another MLB rant out of me. Uh, we have, a, we have a couple of soccer bets for you. Uh, we'll talk about the NBA draft lottery that literally just concluded. And then the bulk of our show, Jermaine is probably going to be Feynman cut him because this week is wild. And when it comes to people just messing up and pretty and messing up pretty egregiously. Yeah, there's some. Some hypocrites running around this week. Uh, you know what? We can't even really say this week because it's only been three days. <laughs> it's been three days. Yeah, it really actually has. The last three days have really just been everybody messing up pretty egregiously. They just they heard Room 303 needed some more find them and cut them candidates. And they, they came through in the clutch. That's for sure. That's right. So the trivia question this week, in honor of LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo both dropping the ball in game one and taking some strange L's, right? Shout out Room 303 picks. We had Blazers money line. Um, The question is, when was the last time both NBA one seeds lost game one of the first round? Bonus, name those two teams. I have a question for you. I don't I don't know the teams and I'm not even gonna venture a guess of the teams. But tell me this those teams, those number one seeds losing the first game, did it matter? No. Oh, so the first game doesn't matter. No, it it did not. And that's what was so funny. Like all my friends who are Lakers and LeBron's fan came out like like if they stepped out their door, hands up, like shuffling towards people trying to fight them. I'm like, dog, it's one game. Y'all don't yeah. – you're not handling adversity well at all. Also, if if you would have listened to the podcast Room Through a Three with special guest Eric podcast, you would have heard Nick expertly predict 
that both these teams were going to lose game one, and it was it was going to light a fire under both their asses. Apparently, it's it's worked with the Bucks because the Bucks came out today and dominated the Magic. Yeah, I mean, and the the Lakers had a historically bad shooting performance. I think they hit like five of thirty two three pointers. Which is, I think I could hit five of thirty yeah. right now with a, that's with right, my, with my cut foot foot and have not hooped in like forever. That's, that's right. That's astonishingly bad, right? Um, yeah, but they they freaked out at a little bit of trash talk, and they were like, and what's so funny is leading up to it, they're like, we're not worried, we've got playoff LeBron, and then we had playoff LeBron, and now they're like, well. Whatever, Bob, who if you who wants to bet against us? I got the king in the series. I'm like, that's not what you've been saying this whole time, though. Like, chill and out. Also, also like, playoff LeBron is like a car engine in winter. Like, you, <laughs> you have to let him. Up. You, you have to let him warm up a little bit. Like, you gotta let him. He's like these great these great players have to have something under their belt to motivate them. He hasn't had anything yet, but now that the Blazers Blazers have beaten once, now he's nice. The fire is nice and stoked, and he'll be he'll be oh, fine. Yeah, for Except sure. for after today, because we have Blazers plus six and a half. Yeah, let us so. get this second game, and then y'all can sweep them after that. Well, uh, they can still win. They can still win, just not by uh, seven points. Fair enough. Yeah, like I said, if this team's going as far as Anthony Davis takes him, it's his time to prove that he is a top five player in the league. And if he's not, then step aside, dog. So, moving on. Nothing for Nick's talks out of his ass except for the mess-up of trivia. Hopefully you guys listened and saw him completely drop the ball on that. Like a complete joke. Not a professional podcaster at all. Yuck. I missed, I missed one question on it, but okay. No, dude, you gave I, I messed. I messed up you half, of answer. half of it. Half of it. Yes. Half. And you increased our blow rate which you also created in the first place. So blow rate's all on you, dog. Take, yeah, that's take true. me down. I'm the LBJ to your AD. <laughs> so Derek- this podcast only goes as far as I can take it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because everyone knows what they're getting from me. If you show up and you give an A game, then they're like, yo, that was a great episode. But if not, I carry it. I limp it across the finish line to a B-. minus. <laughs> I give three and a half letter grades. You're that that one and a half to just boost us. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, right, right. thanks for your presence, Jermaine. Right, All right. right so right, give right, so right. so let's let's continue this right, B right, minus right. podcasting job that you've been doing. Do you hear Darius, about Darius guys? Darius guys. Darius guys. Darius guys. So not only did Darius Geis decide to strangle his significant other and then assault and batter her a couple of times, uh, he was also accused of rape at LSU in 2016. And Jermaine, do I have a shocker for you? What he is was accused that? of rape two times? Yeah, he was accused of rape twice. But I do I have a shocker for you? Darius Geis a star football player at a major SEC college was not investigated. These claims were not investigated. Preposterous. Yeah, I know, right? I don't believe it one bit. There's no way. There, This has never happened before. That's fake news. Yeah, I think so. It's fake news. Darius guys should never, ever lace up for another football team for the rest of his life. 
Hey, NFL, I got a question. Where's the lifetime ban? Jeez, man. Own like up. It, like, if there's any time to ban a dude for, uh, maybe not even a lifetime ban, just a season ban at this point. And where is it? This is all at one time, though. This is all stuff that, like, this is not the person you want representing your product, but it never seems to care to them. No, you you want to say Darius Geis, ex-NFL player, will never play in the NFL again. Yeah, that's what they should be saying. Speaking of people who are never going to play in the NFL again, it looks like Melvin Ingram, the second one, is holding out for the Los Angeles Chargers. What what do we say on this podcast? Yeah, but he's a defensive end, though. Melvin, oh, Melvin Ingram, sorry. Melvin, Jeez, I, Melvin I, Gordon already tried and failed. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Broncos now. Okay, we're, but we're still. Three-time Pro Bowler, 24 and a half sacks in the last. Pro Bowls don't days. matter. Yes, they don't, but it's still a thing that they reference. Uh, Melvin Ingram, 24 and a half sacks in the last three seasons combined. Uh, he's pretty much more healthy than Joey Bosa is. But he's in the final year of his deal. There's $14 million in base, and he's holding out. That's what I don't understand. I'm like, dog. Why, why do you need more than 14? Where does he rank among highest paid defensive players? That is a question you should Google. I, I will look it up. You so keep he, talking about he, how he, ridiculous this dumbass is. Yeah, it's it's pretty unbelievable that I think it's he's almost it's almost like he's salty that Joey Bosa got more money than him. But I think consensusly everyone thinks Joey Bosa is better than Melvin Ingram. Plus, Joey Bosa is like five years younger than Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram's thirty one years old. Yeah. Right? So I you know, I understand that you want a long term deal, but man, I always get so salty about this because like honor the contract you agreed to play through in the first Okay. Would would you like to would you like to hear what uh, what he is? Eight. So for cap so for cap hit right, he is the number six defensive end in all of football. He is the number one paid player on the Los Angeles Chargers, and in the entire NFL, he is the number fortieth player. Dude, suck it up and play your contract. Let the let the businessmen settle it. Like this is unbelievable, man. He's gonna he's gonna hold out, and then guess what? He's they're gonna give him a deal because they like him and they want him, and he's gonna get hurt, and he's only gonna play four games this season. Yeah, it would not be shocking given the Chargers, the the Chargers' history of of giving players contracts and then them injuring themselves. Right, Yannick and and Gakwe was like the it was rumored that a trade was imminent, and then the Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars GM came out and said, ah. ah. No such thing. Did they just him. sign him in free agency? No, they did not. So he's on oh. he's on the tag, but he wants out. He's vehemently wants out. Like he does not want it. he's Jalen Ramsey part two. Maybe that's maybe that might be an organization to go to. I think I, I think one that's thing that I want to get from the I, I think I think one thing that, that I want from the listeners of this show is since I'm going to be trying to move into professional sports, give me the sports franchises that I should move to. And I don't want good franchises. I'm talking like the Baltimore Orioles, the Miami Marlins, the Miami Dolphins. Man, that's a good question. Who do we – New York Knicks, Doc. <laughs> the New York Mets. Go save the Knicks. If you can save the Knicks, you will get your own statue. I, yeah, 100%. <laughs> if, if I can even get them to the playoffs at this point, I might get my own statue. If you can get a star in New York – like a star player that gets you like 
the 27 win mark every year, right? We the rest of your team's trash, you would be celebrated. We need to insert that fire festival meme here where he's like, I went there fully prepared. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's what I need to do to a star. Be like Paul George. The uh, New York. Troy Vincent made some news. So I guess in like a coach's like executive little meeting that they had with all the teams and everything, Sean Payton brought up the idea of a playoff bubble, right? Similar to the NHL, similar to uh, the NBA. Troy Vincent, the EVP of NFL football ops, actually is entertaining the idea. So that we should get more news on that later. But uh, we'll see how that goes. For right now, I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a good idea, for sure. Especially with the, the success that the NBA has, has generated with this and the success that the NHL has generated with it. Like, even MLB is taking note that they should do it. Where is the Super Bowl this year? I will look it up. I think it's – no, Miami doesn't sound right. I was going to say Miami. I don't think it – I think it's like Indianapolis or something. I was about to say they should just bubble there, but uh, it's in Tampa. Oh, it was Florida. Okay. So just bubble there. Bubble in Tampa. As Tom Brady wins his seventh. This the is the, for the, well, that is, that's very good. This is the first time for a team that is hosting the Super Bowl to have a team in the Super Bowl. This is probably one of the best chances in recent memory. You think they host the Super Bowl with no fans, though? No. <laughs> bring, the, bring the fans into the bubble like 14 days before. That's the move right there. Throw a big 14-day party with the fans. That's, That's a great right. idea. That's a great idea. We get the log rolling events with the fans. That's right. Forget the Dave, Dave Miller and LeBron. We'll get the instead fans of, on log rolling. Instead of the Pro Bowl, bring all the Pro Bowl guys to Tampa Bay and then just do the Pro Bowl competitions, except do it pros versus Joe's style. Oh, I love it. Love it. I want to go, so, against, oh, I want to go against Aaron Donald. He's a bum. <laughs> Aaron Donald in a bench pressing contest. Who wins? Uh, Bet light, you I got light, him. Light work, Lightweight. Uh, he ain't never been bodied like this before. Resident room 303 stud on the mic, dog. Or I'm, or, or I'm telling you, like a five-on-five five, Joe's versus pros basketball game or like a volleyball game. Ooh, sand volleyball? Yeah. Sand volleyball. That's, sand that's volleyball. the equalizer. That's the equalizer. The sand creates chaos. So there, you heard it first. Instead of the Pro Bowl, instead of this dumb Pro Bowl, bring all the Pro Bowlers, vote vote for the Pro Bowl, give them their Pro Bowl selection, but don't play the stupid game. Bring them out to Tampa Bay, put them in the bubble, let the fans come out there and do pros versus Joe's competition against them. You heard it here first. Moving on. The MLB actually stayed consistent for once i know all the other inconsistencies makes this equally inconsistent but hey this dude threw behind someone's head and got suspended maybe yeah. it wasn't eight games but yeah, he got suspended. yeah i don't actually know how to say this guy's name but texas rangers pitcher ian gibat gibat thank you uh yeah threw behind manny machado's head after fernando tatis's grand slam uh, on a 3-0 pitch with the bases lo- or with, obviously with the bases loaded. I don't have an issue with either of these things. I don't have an issue with Fernando Tatis taking a daddy hack on 3-0 with the bases loaded. Don't throw a meatball. And then if a dude hits a home run off you 
and yeah, uh, yeah, it's an unwritten rule that you don't swing on three zero when you're up by seven. There's no such thing. But, as but okay, let rule. me talk. Let me talk. But also, if a pitch is three zero and you're pitching to the dude who leads the majors in home runs, maybe you shouldn't lay a meatball down the center of the plate. But then I don't really get angry because he was an angry pitcher. And what do angry pitchers do? They throw at people. So throw the next ball at Manny Machado's head. Whatever. Moving it wasn't on. even that pitcher who threw the pitch. He was subbed out after the grand slam, and this other Chacho Magacho came in. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Baseball's so stupid. I'm getting sick and tired of it. I'm not watching anymore, dog. Can't yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more and find him and cut him. Uh, the uh, Jordan Alvarez, uh, the reigning uh, rookie of the year, is going to miss the season uh, with a knee injury. Yeah. The Astros. Yeah. So that's that's a huge blow for the Astros. What I tell you, dog, the Astros are Bregman just came up limp running down first. He pulled a hammy. They're the picking. baseball the baseball gods do, listen, dude. Here what have I said since the beginning? Baseball is such a forgiving sport if you just come out and say, I apologize, I'm sorry. Hashtag Andy Pettit. It's no yeah, hashtag Andy Pettit. He's about to get in the Hall of Fame, and people are like, PEDs. Andy never used PEDs. What he a did. <laughs> he did, but he apologized. He's not like A Rod. He was remorseful. These yeah. guys, these guys, yeah. so, so absurd. So I, I really think that if they would have came out and be like, yeah, we cheated. Sorry. Then it probably would have been a non starter. I just keep shaking my head at Damian Lillard. I know that's not even what we're talking about, but. Jesus, bro. Dude's yeah. ridiculous. NHL playoffs, we had some eliminations, including a big one for your boy, Nicholas Chachamagacho Morahan. Yeah, I mean, none really surprising, though. So the Lightning beat the Blue Jackets, the Bruins eliminated the Hurricanes, and the Avalanche eliminated the Coyotes. I wanted to, so I wanted to see the Blue Jackets win. I wanted to see the Hurricanes win, but it, there were no real surprises. The Bruins had to figure it out eventually. Right. They were they were the president's trophy winners. They had to have figured it out. Of like, good hockey just doesn't like it. It doesn't just go away. Yeah, like, you, you still have the same team. You don't forget how to hockey. You know exactly. Yeah. I so will, like, I will like say, really no surprises. I will say I disagree on the no surprises thing. The Lightning eliminating the Blue Jackets is an absolute shocker for me. <laughs> <laughs> they eliminated them pretty quick too. Yeah, that, that I was shocked by that because didn't the Blue Jackets win the first game? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then the and Lightning then really, went. the Lightning really mollywopped him after that. Yeah, they gave him the business. Yeah. Um, today, right or right now, playing right now, the Island. I think this is going to be the biggest surprise. The Islanders are up two nothing on the Capitals with nine minutes left in the second. And if the up. Islanders win, yeah, if the Islanders win, they win the series. Man. Come and on, then later, on, then later, Dallas, Dallas, and Calgary play. Dallas is up three two. Obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas won that that game. Um, I guess the real surprise, and and kind of going back to my my Boston point, is that the Flyers were hot in the beginning of the bubble, and now they're struggling to beat the injury ridden Canadians. So, and they just had a dirty hit, bro. Yep, yeah. and that guy's and uh, what was his name? I'll get his name later, but he was he was banned from from the next game. Oh, Matt Niskanen! Oh, Jesus, Matt Niskanen has a history of dirty hits, and that Canadians player has to get jaw surgery. Yeah, yeah, he's a broken jaw. Wasn't that Pacioretty? 
I didn't. I don't remember his name. I I felt like I just read it too, and I didn't even didn't even register the dude's name. That's how little. Oh I no, Bre- uh, Brennan Gallagher. Brennan Gallagher. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's yep. Back. Yeah, that was uh, a <laughs> was a big hit. But uh, that'll be. I mean, that'd be pretty good. He's a, he's a premier defenseman. So, so we'll see. Uh, I don't really think there's any more surprises. The Canucks lead the Blues that 3-2. They play tomorrow night. I wouldn't be surprised. I predicted the Blues losing in the first round anyway. So. Boo. I mean, yeah. Blues. You're right. We got so we have, soccer finals this weekend. Yeah, we got a big week. We got a pretty big weekend. So t- tomorrow we have Sevilla against Inter Milan at noon. Um what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts for this game as a as a betting podcast? What are your what are your thoughts for this game? What jumps out to you? Well, if I was a betting man, and, and I am, you are, uh, I think I'm going with. So we talked about this a little bit beforehand, but I I like Inter Milan in this game. Uh, I'm a little biased though because my boy Romelu Lukaku plays striker for them. So is he on Inter right now, or did Man you loan him there? You know, we booted him. We got rid of him. We said, sayonara, see you later. We don't like goal scorers here. See our semifinals matchup versus Sevilla. <laughs> he probably could have helped out in that matchup. but Pro- Probably could have got us some goals. Could have scored. That, you know, because Man U did not want to. And I got drunk because of it. Uh, then we have one team scoring as well. So we've got Inter Milan. So it kind of ties all together real neatly. It's in a little bow. So if one thing doesn't hit, we kind of kind of effed. But we got Inter Milan, money line, plus 117. We've got Inter winning by one to zero. And only one team scores. So basically, if Sevilla wins, we're effed on all of our bets. It's, 100%. And then the big final that everybody wanted that we talked about, uh, PSG against Bayern Munich on Sunday at noon. Uh, what uh, what what are you what are you thinking for this game? Bayern money line. Yeah. So, an interesting thing on the Bayern money line. Uh, when you first bet it, you first bet as soon after the as soon after the champs game as you could, as and you got it, it at what? And and you got it minus one hundred two, right? I put fifty on minus one hundred two. I mean, and since I then, one unit. And since then. <laughs> The big unit size. You must have a big. You must have a big unit, Jermaine. <laughs> the biggest. Um, but since then, Jermaine, the bets have increased to Bayern plus one hundred five. So people are hammering the PSG money line. I guess they think that PSG can exploit something that that Leon exposed in the German defense. I mean, Leon expl- exposed uh, pretty big gaps in that German defense, but. I, yeah, that I mean, high, that high line that Bayern likes to play, yeah, is gonna be very susceptible to a much healthier Mbappe than what started this restart. So, you know, that's my, it's pretty tricky. But there is my, a little nugget that could sway this matchup, right? Yeah, Neymar's pending looming suspension. That's right. Yeah for a jersey swap because they made them illegal because of covid you can run next to each other share sweat pick each other up touch hands, yeah fight in the box yeah yeah hit hit the ball that was just kicked by a foot with your head you can do all that just don't switch jerseys don't do it you disgusting covid infected freaks which is ironic because we had an earlier podcast episode i think it was like episode five or six when these rules were getting set we 
Barry, the jersey swapped in, and look, here it is. It's rearing its ugly head. Yep. So That's, what are your thoughts yep. on this? Okay. Uh, I, 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 like I just said, I mean, PSG, I, I think they can get a quick goal, but over 90 minutes, Bayern, like they're just as quick though. They should outclass them. Yeah. And, and I, and I think, I think that's just it is that if, if they play the same lineup that they played the other day, Alfonso Davies, and, and I will, I will admit that I'm wrong. Alfonso Davies has proved me wrong in so many ways. I know. I keep making fun of you about it too. I mean, he he is that that boy fast. <laughs> like like he makes world class sprinters look slow. With he the is ball. he with the ball like all. Yeah, I think I think a, a nice little bet to take here. I think Byron wins the game two one. I, I think Byron wins the game. It's at plus seven twenty right now. So if you want to put a little bit of money on that, but I think Byron wins. Byron wins 2-1. And that's all I got to say about that. Shocker. Homer pick. Yeah. The Golden Boys sure. coming out of retirement. Or is this is this news or not, not news? I don't think it's news. I think we've, we've talked ad nauseum about combat sports retirement and how they're fake. They're like WWE retirements. They just don't last. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'll probably watch Oscar De La Hoya fight again, though. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. But are we getting like a clean Oscar De La Hoya? Because the last time I saw him fight was like a coked up, steroided up Oscar De La Hoya, and that was a fun De La Hoya to watch. Even better. Well, but now he's young. But now now he's old and clean. Gross. Boo. He needs to come back with James Franco from Spring Breakers. (laughs) Spring Break. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, do, do you think that this retire this this unretirement was impacted by Mike Tyson? Oh, uh, it's and probably his, impacted by his drug habits and not having and enough <laughs> money anymore. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, I don't think it has a, anything to do with Mike Tyson. I, I would say, in the Vegas level of predictions, it's not a bad prediction. It's probably the it's probably the clubhouse favorite right now. If we want to go it's to not, it, did he retire time. because other fighters are retiring, or because his his club his schneef addiction is is calling him back? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I mean, he has he has a lot of fighters under his wing. I'm very surprised that he has not transitioned to more of a manager role. He did. That he has those whole Golden Boy Productions and everything. I know, but that's why I'm surprised that he hasn't like that he wants to come back because he seems to be carving out a pretty solid existence and training young fighters. Yeah, that's what but, I. Mean, uh, oh, Mello, stop and pop. Just kidding, he didn't shoot it. But uh, yeah, it probably is his uh, his Colombian Bam Bam addiction that's getting the the best of him. One thousand percent, dude. It's one thousand. So the so Jermaine the NCAA. Finally made a decent decision. I'm not going to say good because I don't associate the two. They finally made a decent decision. Yeah, they're mutually right? exclusive. The NCAA and good are mutually mutually exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't they don't go together, right? <laughs> D1 athletes they announced may receive an extra year of eligibility even if they play this season, but ho- obviously it's not confirmed yet. The ruling will, is expected tomorrow. Yeah. So the council suggested it. It's still not etched in stone. That I don't know canceled. why. I know. I don't know why it's so hard to do. And the other news coming out of the NCAA, I, 
I'm so sick of covering them, but uh, college basketball is looking for bubble options for early year tournaments. So that should be really awesome because based on how the NBA bubble is, just imagine that with college kids. <laughs> it's going to be wild. Why don't they just all go to Maui? They do this already. Just do just do a bunch of tournaments in Hawaii. Yeah, they still got to go to school though. Oh, I guess it's all online school, isn't it? Yep. I don't really. I okay, don't let me let, let me ha- let me have like a two second rant here. Don't you think it's a little suspicious that colleges didn't cancel courses until after the ad drop date? So those tuition checks cashed, and then they were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you guys have to all go home. We're doing class online." Wow, I didn't even think of it that way because I've never really been to college. So the first two, basically the first two weeks of the semester are you you basically go to college for free, right? Because you can at, you can drop classes, you can disenroll, and you don't have to pay anything. And you're kind but of after, trying out the class. And if you don't vibe with the teacher or like the concept or material, right? But after that two weeks, you get charged for tuition, either as a full-time student or a part-time student. Wow. That is shady as hell. So all these schools have now waited for two weeks for those tuition checks to cha-ching. And then they're like, oh, sorry, you guys got to go home now because of COVID. That's a brilliant level of shady. That's, it's, I mean, it's, it's expected from colleges that are like, pay us $250,000 and we'll still, you'll still have to work for 10 years before you can get the job you want. Yeah, the only reason it's oh, I'm not going on an economic. Yeah, don't yeah, don't don't start a Jermaine College rant. You almost got me, dog. I almost talked about federally insured loans and the reason why tuition is the cost it costs. Oh my god, we're we're done. We're Stay done. tuned we're done. for our spinoff podcast. Jermaine hates everything. <laughs> Economics with Jermaine. Economics it with stinks. Jermaine. It st- <laughs> it sticks. So as we uh, foreshadow at the beginning of the podcast, the NBA draft lottery happened just a wee minutes ago. And speaking as a resident Bulls fan and hoop head of the pod, I was definitely ecstatic. Still kind of bummed because we had we had the shot and then we just missed it. But you know, seven point five percent chance is not really good out of a hundred. For those of you at for those of you there at math, that's less than one in ten times. So <laughs> I so I, I did a quick math, right? I had to use a calculator and a couple of toes, but that means that other teams had ninety three percent chance to get the the first pick. <laughs> oh, so we're gonna we're just give you the top five because nobody really cares about six through fourteen because they're all bums, the lot of them. That's why they're not in the playoffs. So. Coming in at number five, we've got the Cleveland former home of LeBron James Cavaliers. Coming in at number four, we've got the Chicago former home of Michael Jordan Bulls at four. We've got Charlotte, currently owned by Michael Jordan Hornets at three. But we've but we've discussed that on the podcast. He doesn't actually own it, so he's going to blow this pick on Lamelo on Lamelo Ball. It's going to happen. He 100% is drafting LaMelo Ball. 100% because that would be the worst thing for the Hornets. And what does Michael Jordan care about? Burying the Hornets from a 20-year-old feud based on one game. (laughs) Or that's the Room 303 conspiracy, at least. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think if you ask Michael Jordan. I don't think LaMelo's that bad a ball player, though, bro. He's 6'7", rebounds super well for his position. Offensive rebounds. 
No. Uh, de- what? I just don't think he plays defense, like anything to do with defense. He play, when he's interested in it, yeah. But I mean, he's but he's, he's playing like, for the Charlotte Hornets. He won't be interested. He's like this entire young generation. They all discredit defense. Nobody pays attention to it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They like the welcome, welcome back to our new segment on Podcast Room Three or Three. It's Boomer Jermaine talking about this younger generation, even though he literally just turned thirty. Bro, I'm talking about these 20-year-olds who only respect flashy three-point jump shots from the logo. Like, that's the only good thing about basketball. Dame Lillard does it. Yes, everybody else should do it. Oh, yeah. That's such a high percentage shot. I've I've seen two players, Dame Lillard and Steph Curry, splash from back there. So it has to be all of the NBA, right? Nobody says NBA logo threes win championships, Nicholas. Jimmer Fredette started it. Never forget, Jimmer Fredette was the original logo shooter. Dog, he was a killer, bro. <laughs> he was a killer. No, but that's the thing. Nobody says NBA logo threes win championships, but it's flashy, and kids like they don't like substance. That's why they eat pop tarts. Dog, pop tarts have been around since like we were a kid, and you know you buried pop tarts back in the day. I know, but I'm. No, I'm like, not like annihilated them. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying they have no substance. Can you agree with that? Oh, for sure. I had to eat <laughs> like I I'd, I'd eat like two packs as a kid. <laughs> That's all I said. We'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll also we'll also get to a little bit of the the troubles that the Charlotte Hornets have had uh, in a couple of minutes. But but take us through take us through one and two. All right. So now that we've left you on the edge of your seat for the second and one picks in the NBA draft. We've got the Golden State (laughs) current dynasty warriors returning to form with the number two pick. And then we've got the Minnesota never will be good Timberwolves with the number one overall pick. Yeah. Who's the Andrew Wiggins of this draft? Is it, is it LaMelo ball? Man, that's a good question. Because they're gonna definitely, they're definitely going to draft him. I don't think Lamelo Ball is going to be a bad ball player. I keep saying that. Now, do I think he's going to be a superstar? I don't know about that, but he's going to be a pretty good ball player. If, Will if there I, ever be a team of balls? I had an inappropriate joke for that. <laughs> and you held off? Yeah, dude, I did. Because this is a professional affair, bro. We're Good a sponsor. for you, man. Good We're for you. Sponsor. We are a sponsored podcast. We're a sponsored joint. We got to keep it classy. Clink me, dog. Clink. <laughs> oh, so uh, who do you got going number one overall? Do you even know anyone in this draft? I just told you. It's going to be LaMelo Ball at one or LaMelo Ball at three or LaMelo Ball at two. That's the only player you know. You know why? There's some, there's some dude, Anthony Davis or Anthony Joseph, and he's from Georgia, and he's a good basketball player. He hoops well. He hoops I don't well. know. Hey, good luck to all the participants. Dog, it's a terrible draft class. That's why you don't know anybody. I'm just I don't know. I don't know. Okay, thank you. Yes, that's why, of course. I'm going to sit here and bury this draft class. It's absolutely garbage. I mean, one of the top three players is some doofus from the Australian Basketball League. <laughs> the NBL. <laughs> oh, man. That's the only kid you know. I love it. That's, it's a bad draft class. This is the draft class where you kind of regret having the number one overall pick. 
but yeah and yet and yet both pre-show you were super psyched for the for the bulls to pull in the number one pick so what i want the best of the worst or would i want the fourth best of the worst come on that's, now that's solid all right jermaine this is this is kind of this is kind of the meat and potatoes of the podcast find him <laughs> and cut him let's let's everybody's favorite five let's let's start by talking about the charlotte hornets the aforementioned charlotte hornets what did the Charlotte Hornets do, Jermaine? Uh, I think that nothing major, right? Not really. Just used a little vulgar. He was just saying nuggets. <laughs> so Charlotte Hornets radio broadcaster was sitting on his couch, bored out of his mind, live tweeting the uh, wondrous affair that was the Jazz Nuggets overtime game. His name is John Falk. Right? And if you say that quickly... Uh, and- and he fucked up. And he fucked up. Yeah, exactly. So he used the N-word instead of the word nuggets on Twitter. He was suspended indefinitely for the tweet. And here's the tweet that he said he tried sending out. Nick and I have tried typing this into our phones to get it to autocorrect several it, different ways. It doesn't. And I am a I gotta let you guys know this isn't just a I'm a fan of the Denver Nuggets. So of any basketball team, that's the word that it would have autocorrected to in my phone. As as angry and as white of a man as I am, I don't think I've ever used the other word in my phone text ever. Yeah, and your phone learns how you type, so it would autocorrect to what you type usually. Exactly. So, I have no context. I don't know this man. He could have legitimately messed up. I'm just saying we did a lot of independent testing, and we were not able to prove that Nuggets autocorrects to the N-word. But yeah. what was the tweet, Jermaine? Uh, his his quoted tweet, I guess, because that's quotes now, is shot making in this jazz N-word game, right? Whether you want it to be Nuggets or the vulgar affair, is awesome. Murray and Mitchell going back and forth. What a game. Such like a, I mean, if he just would have cut jazz out of that, it, it probably would have been pretty simple to be like, Oh, yep. That's uh, that's pretty, but like, you almost got a feel for the guy, right? Like if he was actually typing nuggets and it auto corrected, you got to kind of feel for it. But then again, if the phone does auto correct it to that, that means you said it a lot. And as a radio broadcaster for the NBA, if that word is in your phone, it doesn't problem. even it doesn't even matter if it was in his phone or this word autocorrected or whatever. Hit a proofread, my guy. <laughs> like, yeah, just give it. Even if you're live tweeting, that that, that was not a world breaking tweet. Well, <laughs> actually, I, I guess technically it was because you didn't proofread. <laughs> he broke his world because he didn't proofread. We'll move on to the next one because we got quite a list of people to bury today. So, John Fuck. I mean, John Fuck. You've been fuck. And you've been cut. And you've been suspended indefinitely. I'll let you take the next one, though. So, we kind of alluded it to a little bit. Texas manager Chris Woodward and San Diego Padres manager Jace Tingler, which is that his real? Like, I don't even know Jace Tingler. That's (laughs) what an unfortunate name. What a, that's like a created player name. Like I would name a created player that just to hear the announcers be like, Tingler coming down the lane. Oh, a deep drive by Tingler and it's gone. Tingler blasted that one. It's 100% Jace Tingler, dog. <laughs> they, they did not like Fernando Tatis swinging on a 3-0 pitch with the bases loaded in a seven-run game. 
The only comment that I have to this, Jermaine, because I'm trying to reduce my blood pressure, I'm trying not to rant about the MLB this episode, is get the fuck out of here. You guys, and, and here's my thing. You're not like a Jim Leland or like a, a Jack a Jack McKeon. Like, you guys are new guard. You guys are not old guard. You guys are new guys. You should love it. If you don't want so- here's here's Jermaine. Would you like me to tell you, I, I, I pitched for a little bit, obviously not at the major league level, but I pitched at baseball. Would you like to know how I avoided bases loading grand slams? Getting the batters out. I didn't. I didn't lay meatballs down the down the center of the plate to the the uh, league leader in home runs, and then this young man. You're forcing this young man who is the face of baseball right now, who literally has other young stars tweeting and retweeting his highlight videos, and you get him to apologize. Baseball can't get of it. Can't can't get out of its own way. Speaking of fine and cut, fine Tatis Jr. also for faking an apology doesn't mean. That was on a previous episode. You just joined that list, you bum. Yeah, and you know what? That press conference needs to go like this. Yeah, I swung at a meatball on 3-0. Maybe stop pitching me meatballs. I'm leading the league in home runs, you idiot. Don't disrespect me like that, dog. Yeah. Ugh, MOB, you guys just can't catch a break. Speaking of not catching a break, Trevor Bauer wasn't allowed to wear cleats, even though before the year they told him they could wear whatever cleats they want. Yeah, and also, I mean, you could also argue that the MLB before the season came out with a social justice cause, which would allow you to wear whatever cleats you want. But he would not only be fined if he wore these cleats, he would be ejected immediately by the umpires if he wore these cleats out to the mound. And suspended. Ridiculous. So... Uh so Trevor Bauer, this is this is the the uh, the the uh, raise him and promote him section of find him and cut him. Instead of wearing the cleats out, he posts a thing on Instagram, tags Carlos Correa, and asks for Carlos Correa's home address so he can send it to him. <laughs> also, in the raise and promote section, Trevor Bauer is dom- is talking incredible amounts of trash and backing it up. He might be the the NL Cy Young right now. I tweet all the time at Trevor Bauer from the podcast Room Three Hundred Three account. He is the one of the best Major League Baseball follows on Twitter, if not the best. Yeah, he's out, and I I really hope I really hope he's paving he's paving like a new way for for baseball players because he's so outspoken and just buries everybody. Dog, I. They needed ah, baseball needs to make themselves more personable. Oh, speaking of making themselves more personable, the Big Ten commissioner just uh, continues to dig his own grave. He, yeah, the fall decision is final. Apparently, is is what he was quoted as saying. Um, hey, Kevin, <laughs> can I call you, Kevin? Can I, may I, may I, Mr. Warren, may I call you Kevin? Okay, I'm going to do it anyway, because I know you listen to the podcast. Fuck you, guy. Yeah, yeah, guy. Get bent, right? You literally have players putting together petitions. You literally have other conferences going out, and you just don't entertain the idea at all. You literally had two colleges in the Big Ten vote against the decision to, to stop playing. And then these colleges are coming up with petitions to leave your organization, and you just double down. It's final. Yeah, not then, a, not a very good look. And then the uh, 
the Miz, ah, the Miz, uh, like the AD, I believe, of Missouri. Is it Missouri? Yeah, Missouri. Came out and took a shot at the Big Ten Pac-12. They were like, I'd rather have I'd rather have SEC football with no tailgating than no football at all. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Hey Kevin shot across the bow, baby. Hey Kevin incoming. <laughs> uh so we've got another broadcaster in hot water. He's actually the son of the Reds uh Man, I forget his first name, but Brenneman just went into the to the Hall of Fame, didn't he? The Reds, his father. Pre- I believe so. Yeah, he, he took Reds he, announcer. I'll look it up. Yeah, but I think he, I think he did. Yeah. So Tom Brenneman was uh, hot biking, right? As a former comms guy, I'm all too familiar with hot biking, and this dude was hot biking, and he said a homophobic slur. I mean, hot mic, so he didn't think he was live, but it doesn't matter. First of all, he shouldn't be saying this anyway, so I'm not trying to excuse it. But he said it. He was off air, said it, and then – but the quote is, he's like, one of the fag capitals of the world. (laughs) And then there was was like a three-second pause in the video, and then he went live, like didn't even miss a beat. And I'm like, holy cow, this dude is just ruthless. Doug, not only did this happen, but in the middle of so he learned that he had that this had been recorded, and he That's issued awesome. an apology. He issued an apology, and in the middle of issuing his apology, Nick Castellanos hit a home run, and he st- he stopped his apology <laughs> to make a home run call. <laughs> It's one of the funniest videos of 2020, dog. And it's so sad because he's like, I don't know if I'll ever put the mic. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever put on the headset for the Cincinnati Reds again. Castellanos, deep drive to left field. That'll be a home run for nothing Reds. Uh, and yeah, I just, it's, un- it's unexcused. I consider myself a man of faith. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he said as well. I was like, who's man? I, listen, listen. <laughs> Listen, for using that, I, I do not commend him for using that slur. There is like you, you gotta know in this day and age that like I don't know why it doesn't get through the head of like older people that like literally you have a mic on you at all times. And especially if you're a broadcaster. Like what like well, like what is that? Oh, you always have a mic on you. So that like in Kansas City, really? I wouldn't I I wouldn't have pegged that as one of the F word capitals of the world. Like maybe like san francisco or like a major east coast east or west coast metropolitan city but or or atlanta atlanta is one of them but like a a staple midwest city no i don't think that's not the one that comes to mind dog 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 tom and they're not even in your division like if you would have buried st louis like then people would have been like probably could have gotten behind you but let me commend him that in the middle of trying to save his job, he still does his job, right? Damn fine broadcast. <laughs> that is that is some that is some great bo- broadcasting right now. Now he's never going to be a Reds announcer again, and he's completely disgraced his family name. But at least you make a home run call in the middle of your apology. So, and I think I believe he does 
football for Fox as well. So he got he got axed from that as well, dude. His voice sounded I don't I couldn't rec- like I wouldn't be like, oh, like Matt Vaskersian. I can recognize Matt Vaskersian's voice and like put a face to the name just because he does he's done MLB the show for years now. And and also games on Fox. But Tom Brenneman's voice sounded really familiar and his name sounds familiar, but I would never have put that face to him. Yeah, I, I've never seen that dude before in my life. So I was, I don't feel any remorse for him. If you're saying that kind of stuff, like And it's not like it's not like he, you know, slipped up during the broadcast. No, like that, old Jim like oh, it, Jim Falk did. Yeah. Uh, so we got one last fight and cut him, which is a direct result of the Clippers just being absolute bums. And uh it's none other than Paul George, I can't hit a jump shot to save my life. Yeah. Oh, I should have been Paul. I can't hit a jump shot to save my biggest, life. Biggest, biggest, biggest baby. Bro, absolute baby. He uh <laughs> he actually posted on his Instagram and which is just embarrassing. Uh sensitivity level one thousand is what it is. But he posted No, it's over nine thousand. It's over nine thousand. <laughs> the real the real kids know the real kids yeah. get that reference so he he posted i don't give a fuck what anybody think about me fuck is you thinking about me for anyways and then his caption is a little emoji of a head talking and it says say it louder and so i could not pass this up and not comment that's an odd little ig post for someone that obviously posted it because he cares about what people are talking about him for (laughs) sensitivities through the roof so i i obviously could not pass that up because i was purely annoyed by this this post because if you really don't give a fuck you're not posting that like that's the whole exactly yeah i don't give a fuck part uh so i had to go you, you go you go out and you make a jump shot paul how about that and I, I commented, I was like, just enough to post this with a facepalm emoji. And I was like, just catch a body game three and on. You won't hear shit. Like, that's how it works, right? LeBron and Giannis are going to come out today and they're going to dominate Portland and uh, Orlando, respectively, which Giannis has already done. And nobody's going to talk about losing game one. When they're in the Western Conference Finals, nobody's be like, oh, see, I knew that they were going to lose this series because they lost game one of the first round. Nobody's yeah, going to say that. They got beat by the Magic, so I knew that Giannis wasn't all there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, so just to wrap up, find him and cut, cut him real quick. John Fox, Chris Woodard, Jace Tingler, Fernando Tatis Jr. Just for the name alone there, JC. Commissioner Kevin Warren. Uh, MLB for your Rob Manfred with Trevor. Yeah, Rob Manfred, Tom Brenneman, Paul George. You've all been fined. You've all been cut. And Trevor Bauer, you've been raised and promoted. Stud. Tatis, keep swinging, baby. Keep swinging, baby. And stop apologizing. Stop apologizing. God. He doesn't mean it because he stole third base in the next game when they were up like 7 nothing. 6-0, stole third, had, and he stole it so like contestedly, but he did such a beautiful swim move, they had to review it. So he had to stop the game for them to do it. I was just like, what a chotch. I love it. Keep it up, baby. All right, so we'll wrap up the trivia question now. So do you have any guesses? 
I, I don't I don't even have any I don't it, have any guesses. It was it was in this millennium. Uh, this century. Let's see the Lakers. What team? What what was like a really bad the 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 seventy sixers? <laughs> Love it. Seventy sixers were never a one seed. That's a bum ass squad for a historic. Uh, I guess I guess that's that's true. Historic. Yeah, I, I don't know. Shout the out New York Knicks. Shout out podcast friend, uh, first ever guest, uh, Eric. Temporary, temporary guest. Till that we is re- pending. Till we replace it with Alexander Bartholomew Smith. That's right. Man pod. Please, but, we all know I we we all know I'm out since you contribute B minus grades to the podcast. So obviously I'm out in that situation. Yeah, duh. <laughs> as long as you know. All right, who who was it? All right, so the question was, when was the last time both NBA one seeds lost game one of the first round? And the bonus part was, name those two teams. All right, so since the NBA began seeding the teams in 83-84, the only other season both number one seeds lost their respective playoff opening games was 0-2-0-3. Damn. The, the San Antonio Spurs would go on to win the title and the Detroit Pistons would get swept in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it didn't really matter. That's what I told you at the beginning. It does not matter. One game in the NBA playoffs does not matter. That's why Paul George posting that sensitive-ass little post doesn't matter, dog. You win the series, nobody's going to talk about game two and how you stunk it up on the court. No doubt. Stop being a prisoner of the moment, Chachi Chachersons. Yeah, also be better, Paul George. Be better. To, just hit a jump shot, dog. It ain't that hard. We've come to the natural conclusion of the show. I'm glad we did it so short, you know? <laughs> Listen, it's right in the range of where we want it. After the mega podcast. Yeah, the mega two-part podcast. But as always, folks, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. We put out daily gambling picks. Soon we're going to start putting out NHL and NBA lines. Uh we're you'll see uh later today or probably tomorrow actually you'll see the uh europa league bets that we're gonna make then champions league bets uh coming out later uh not this tournament but later tournaments you'll get golf bets and and as always our sponsor thrive sports make sure you download the thrive sports app because to go along with our picks there's also some pretty sweet player props that are available right now in NHL, NBA, and MLB, and coming up in the NFL, that's the uh, that's that's the ultimate season for props. Also, PGA props coming up with the uh, the U.S. Open. What do you have to say to the people, Jermaine? I just want to double down. Don't forget to go support our sponsor at, at Thrive Fantasy. Download their app. Use the promo code Room Three Zero Three when adding your first twenty dollar or more deposit, and get a free twenty dollars on top of that bad boy. 20 free smackaroos, ladies and gentlemen. What are you waiting for? Go and get it. Good news, though, before I'm going to close the podcast on some good news. Uh, Ron Rivera's lymph node cancer is very treatable and very uh, curable. Good. Speedy recovery to him. Yeah. Big fan of Ron Rivera. Uh, As Nick said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, talk crap all the all the above but follow us 
on social media, at Instagram and Twitter, at Podcast Room 303. With that being said, Tidy Speaker out. Hey, everybody. Have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew... Insert player name here. ...was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution. The Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, or esports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and esports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event, meaning if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.